the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. A big storm is forecast to hit Bristol County and the Cape and Islands on Sunday. But announcing its arrival will be steadily increasing winds that are expected to hit gale force. That's why the Steamship Authority is waiving change and cancellation fees for any trips between Sunday at noon and Monday evening. The SSA says high winds will likely cause cancellations on both Vineyard and Nantucket routes. A 41-foot sailboat that grounded off of Plymouth early Wednesday with three people on board was bound for Florida. The Comfort sent out a distress call at around 7.30 a.m. stating their anchored vessel had been broken free and was being pushed towards the rocks near the shore. The boat fetched up about 75 to 100 feet from the beach. Plymouth Fire Department personnel and volunteers assisted the crew, two men and a woman in their 60s and 70s, and brought them to an area hospital. There were no injuries. Potential damage to the boat was not known. The state attorney general's office has filed a civil complaint against a neo-Nazi group and is seeking a jury trial plus damages. Andrea Campbell's office has charged NC. NSC-131 with trespassing, conspiracy, and civil rights violations against the LGBTQ plus and migrant communities. The group is accused of staging demonstrations, disrupting events, and in some cases assaulting participants. NSC-131 is recognized as a hate group, which has claimed it is at war with a Jewish-controlled system that wants to wipe out the white race. The AG's office says the group is liable as it trespassed on private property, interfered with people's rights, and compromise public safety. Massachusetts is awarding $19 million in job training grants statewide. It will pay to train more than 12,000 current and newly hired workers at almost 200 businesses. The governor's office said the goal is to improve productivity and competitiveness. And Edgartown's Conservation Commission will continue its review of a beach management plan. The commission voted this week again to continue a public hearing and review of the Trustees of Reservations application. At issue are over sand vehicle or OSV permits the group wishes to offer to two Chappaquiddick properties. In sports, the Boston Bruins have a game against the Arizona Coyotes today in Boston. Puck drops at 1 o'clock p.m. In the weather right now, it's 34 degrees in New Bedford, going to be a partly sunny day, temperatures reaching 55 degrees. Tonight's forecast, 46 degrees, partly cloudy with some fog. And tomorrow's forecast, 60 degrees with wind and rain. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM. And get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 WBSM. would be right now 
<laughs> Hour two of Brian's Beat. Glad to have you. It is still a little bit cold for me. It's not that cold that I need to start putting the gloves on, but for some people, it is getting to that particular temperature right now. The survey says, and do you agree with the survey? The survey comes from the center square. Voters think schools should inform parents about pronoun and gender identity changes. If you heard me during hour number one when I first brought this up, I questioned why is it that the schools should inform parents about this? My way of looking at it is, why are the schools the first to even find out about this? I, I understand it could be troublesome for kids growing up that feel that they want to change their pronoun, change their their gender, and they might not want to say anything to, to a relative, uh, less than ever, a parent. But why are they talking to some idiot over at the schools? These kids are knowledgeable enough, they, they know how to navigate the internet. There are associations, there are places, you, you want to change? There, there are all kinds of LGBTQ alliances out there. I've talked to folks, I've interviewed people that are tied in with the LGBTQ community. And they're livid. They're livid that schools are even talking about this stuff. And it makes them look bad. Because people like to point the finger at at them. Look what you're doing to our kids. They think that uh, most of these LGBTQ plus communities are are part of the, the agenda to, to bring all this stuff in. Now, I'm not trying to say that there aren't members of these organizations that are like that. But many of them have splintered, splintered away from... Uh, the the mass named organizations, and they've uh, formed their own alliances. Planned Parenthood is big. You know, you can go to Planned Parenthood. I, I'm not suggesting, but you can go to Planned Parenthood, and they can direct you somewhere else if you feel like changing your pronoun or changing your gender. Why the schools? Well, because the schools are teaching this stuff all of the time. And why are they teaching it? Because it's a way to attract people to come into school. You ever notice the more that gender and sex issues and, and race issues are taught, less and less of English and history and sciences are being taught. Anyway, so this poll, uh, the center square did the poll. 2,500 registered voters. The main question, should teachers be obligated to inform parents of their child 
if their child changes their gender identification or preferred pronouns at school. Oh, a little problem with the question. You can you can make teachers do it, but you just tell the kids don't say anything to your teacher. We have guidance counselors and school psychologists, school resource officers, all kinds of people you can talk to. Just don't talk to the teachers. Should be any any school personnel. The majority of people said teachers should have to tell parents about changes to their students' gender identity. How do you feel about it? 508-996-0500. I appreciate your patience. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. How are you? Uh, as you oh, well, I'm doing all right. Good. You know, uh, is, you sure that's not Harvard Square where they took uh, the polling? All <laughs> the, the so-called registered liberals that say they're registered, but uh, many of them don't go out to vote? You don't think they go out to vote? Uh, some of them probably don't, and I think uh, I don't go by these polls. I think uh, they're slanted. And uh, you have a question that you you pose uh, in between the breaks. Uh, what's your biggest problem with prescription drugs? Yeah. First of all, uh, actually, that's a commercial. Big, but go ahead, I'll listen. The big pharma, a lot of the money is federal funding that they get for research and development. And then they sell it for uh, a lot, a lot of money, so they're profiting off the taxpayer. And secondly, and if you pay attention to a lot of these ads, especially TV and radio ads, uh, they have more side effects. Uh, the side effects outweigh the benefit, and they don't cure your ailment. And they say it so fast, uh, so it, it, you, you'll forget all about it when the next commercial comes on. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. A woman friend and I, we sit there and we, we say... Who would want to take it yeah, with, with all, all of, of the side effects? Yeah, on top of that, they'd ask you to ask to ask your doctor to prescribe it, you know, so you can uh, shorten your lifespan. I so, think a lot you know, of think, you think to- about, you know, you, pardon me for cutting you like that, but think about it for a second. You see these advertisements all the time on television. They're, they're targeting you. They're targeting me. They're targeting Adam. And the one thing is you would then have to go to your doctor to have your doctor prescribe it because you can't you can't go to Walgreens. You can't go to CVS. You can't go to Walmart and just say, hey, I want some Ozempic or Skyrizian. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah Skyrizian. And if you notice on those ads, everybody's having a good time and they're dancing. Yeah. They're going out fishing. Yeah. You know, if you don't take that medication, your life is going to come to an end. I got it. Do you, you know? ever do you ever sit there and do the Skyrizzy dizzy when that comes no, on? Oh, no, I do. No way. But one last thing I'd like to say is uh, uh, Jesse Ventura had a, an interview one-on-one, and he said that if he gets picked... Uh, as the head of the Libertarian Party, he'd run against Biden and Trump, and he would win because he'd mop the floor at both of them. But the problem is, he went on to say that the Democrats and Republicans are a monopoly. They control the political system and the outcome. They do. Have, have you ever noticed when you see the national debates, when it's the, the two candidates, it's the, the Trump-Biden, it's the trump Hillary or or whomever the two major candidates, the folks that are throwing those debates 
are uh, half the Republicans and and half the Democrats. You know, uh, people that used to be major donors and fundraisers in their day. You know, now that they're in the the emeritus category, they come together to to form this this debate. But it's only the Republicans and it's only the Democrats. Right. Because, you know, he said if uh, the reason why they wouldn't want him in there is because he'd win the debates and he'd win the election. And it's all about big money. And people have to remember the the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. Uh, they're private corporations, so they're in it for the money. That's why uh, Biden is flying around. That's why he came to Boston. Uh, closed door, fundraisers. I think it was reported on your station the cheapest plate you can get was $5,500, and it can go up to $10,000, depending on what kind of entertainment and how long you were going to be there. 5500 bucks for a piece of rotten chicken. Yeah. And uh, whatever entertainment, lame entertainment they had over mm. there and photo ops, you know, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. While our country's going downhill. What Joe Biden doesn't tell you is a lot of that employment is uh, government jobs because the American gov- government is the leading of the largest employer in the whole world. You know, he doesn't want to tell you that a lot of jobs are for the IRS. <laughs> that's a lot of IRS jobs out there. That's that's yeah. for sure. Oh, hey, it was good talking to you, Brian. Nice talking to you too. Thank you for the call. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you get on to Brian's beat today. The poll of twenty five hundred registered voters. Sixty six percent said teachers should have to tell parents about changes to their students' gender identity. If the schools are the first to find out, they should. I mean, that should be job one. That should be job one. I mean, that deals very, very intently with the safety of of a child. Now, does that mean that there might not be friction or that there will be friction between a child and, and family Possibly, but you never know. And w- what I see here with, with school systems having these blanket policies that say, don't tell the family, is they are automatically assuming, assuming that the parents are going to be against the, the gender, it, gender chain, change. Thankfully, I haven't had to go down this particular road, but I have to admit, it, if I were to hear something like that, it's going to be a, a system shock. Because you're going to have to think to yourself, well, what did I do that was wrong? Because as parents, we, we like to think that we are raising our child to be upstanding citizens. And so if you hear something that seems off and whether you're talking gay, lesbian, bisexual, queer, any any of those trans, your immediate thought is, Did I do something wrong? Not that it's wrong to be like that. But 
your immediate thought. You know, it's like, oh, oh, you know, that, that reaction, chain reaction, just like that. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation with her or him or him or her or whatever. For the school system to automatically assume and tell teachers, tell staff, tell administrators, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to tell. California has has a state law. They have a law. The law is uh, being challenged, by the way, by the uh, voters in California. But just the thought that there's even such a law on the books that says that teachers or School administrators, school personnel cannot talk to a parent about their child or legal guardian uh, uh, about a child that wants to change pronouns or gender. By the way, in some of these states, school personnel aren't allowed to tell a guardian or parent If the child is feeling suicidal. You know, I was thinking about a libertarian president. It reminded me of the Brian's Beat quote of the day. It's kind of fun to think the impossible. I don't know how impossible it is, but sure is fun to think it. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm winging and I am wanging. um, You talk about a third party candidate. Um. Have you ever watched the third-party debates? I'm guessing you have. Like, do you know they have the national debates? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I was a little I was confused. I've seen a couple of them. I don't watch them all. Yes. Yeah. The, um, they get kind of wacky. And I think that's what turns people off. There's no cohesiveness. There's no unified message. Well, what it, you know, it, isn't it the unified message that people are sick of? Well, not, I, I guess that's not what I mean. Um, but it, it seems way too scattered. Um, and it just kind of so? wacky. How so? Um, and, and let me tell you, there's a difference, in my opinion, between mm-hmm. scattered and wacky. Wacky sounds like, why the heck would you ever vote for somebody who might be saying something that is commonsensical? Yeah, well, you you got, like, the the last one that comes to mind is Ralph Nader. And he would just, like, wander off the the range every once in a while and be like, oh, this is going on? I had no idea. Or, that you know, what is that? Like, he just seemed kind of clueless. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what ultimately turns people off to third-party candidates is just kind of a disconnect to the main the mainstream. So I, I, I'm glad you said that. I, I really am glad that you just said what you said because the mainstream is predicated on what you see on the evening news or here on, on, uh, on news streams uh, in the radio. But, but when it comes down to your actual voting, you usually vote your wallet or your health. Right. But if, if somebody doesn't know, like I mentioned Ralph Nader, he doesn't you know, like he's unaware that a war is going on or there's immigration 
issues going on. If he's just completely oblivious to those things, that's that kind of turns people off. I I can understand where you're coming from, especially if if you are inundated with a particular type of war that's going on. But, you know, there are wars going on all over the world. And I can't tell you each and every one that that, you know, a battle is brewing. But I know that they're happening. I, and I, yeah. I don't know the particular incident you're talking about with Ralph Nader. I'm sure there are a lot. Uh, Aleppo came up with uh, with Gary, 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 Gary. I want to say Gary Anderson. I don't think that's the right. Gary trip. Johnson. Gary Johnson. Thank you very Johnson. much. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with Gary Johnson uh, back in 16 or, or 12. And, you know, it kind of blew him out of the water because he didn't know where Aleppo was. Right. Okay. That's what's coming to my mind. Yeah. But stuff like that. Just common sense things that people are aware of and they're concerned of. But there's that there's a detached or, you know, coming from those third-party candidates where we should be able to trust them to tackle these things, but they're just completely, like, oblivious to them. Well, you can be, my opinion, again, you can be oblivious at the beginning or ignorant on a subject, but you bring in people that can help you learn about it. Right. There are things that you learn once you get into that office and... Yeah, you got to be able to tackle them. Um, so, yeah, I, I get that. Um, there are a couple other things that I wanted to talk about real quick, and I'm sure you got you only got two hours. But uh, Barack Obama is the first instance that I recall of, you know, I remember him, he made a speech, and he said, "Don't basically don't listen to your parents. Don't trust your parents. Trust your teachers because your parents can be wrong. Mm. And we want you to tell your teachers if you think your parents are wrong. Yeah, I, I do remember the, that. You know, yeah, that uh, was the scary it, stuff. It, it still is be, yeah, because it, it matriculated from him. And and let me tell you, uh, you had inklings of that coming out of the Clinton administration. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been going on for decades now. i got to let you go because Adam's got a bad bass update for us. But I do appreciate the call. 508-996-0500. You're up after Adam. Hello. Thank you, Brian. Here are some of the national stories we're following. Hunter Biden says Republicans are trying to use him to destroy his father's presidency. The president's son spoke with musician Moby on his podcast Friday after he was charged with tax crimes in California. Hunter Biden said, quote, they're trying to kill me, knowing that that will be a pain greater than my father could ever handle. And so therefore destroying a presidency in that way. Tennis legend Chris Everett is undergoing cancer treatments again. The 18-time Grand Slam champion was first diagnosed with early-stage ovarian cancer in 2021. She's now a tennis broadcaster for ESPN and released a statement through the network Friday saying cancer was found after undergoing medical tests this week. The 68-year-old Everett said cancer cells were found in the same pelvic region and were then removed and that she's begun another round of chemotherapy. At least 10 people are dead and many others wounded after Israel's latest airstrike on Gaza. Reuters reports Israeli forces bombed a family home in southern Gaza on Friday. The Israeli military says they're moving forward with their assault in the southern part of Gaza. This comes as the U.S. has warned Israel that it must put a premium on civilian protection while it fights Hamas. 
Oxford, Michigan mass shooter Ethan Crumbly will spend the rest of his life in prison. Crumbly killed four students and injured seven others at Michigan High School in November of 21. A Michigan judge handed down the life sentence without parole on Friday after hearing impact statements from witnesses and victims of the shooting. And for the second time this week, a woman in the U.S. is filing a a lawsuit asking for permission to get an abortion. She was the, the first was in Texas. Kate Cox won a temporary restraining order granting her access, but was then halted by the Supreme Court of Texas. Now it's a woman in Kentucky who is suing. The suit claims that the woman in the bluegrass state who wished to no longer be pregnant are suffering, quote, medical, constitutional, and imperable harm. And in sports, the Boston Bruins and the Arizona Coyotes face off today at 1 p.m. here in Boston, Massachusetts. Weather forecast, currently 34 degrees in New Bedford, going to be partly sunny throughout the day. Temperatures reaching 55 degrees. Tonight's forecast, partly cloudy with some fog. Temperatures reaching 46 degrees. And tomorrow's forecast, windy and rainy with temperatures reaching 60 degrees. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Adam, uh, help me out, please. Mm -hmm. That story dealing uh, with a Kentucky woman. Mm -hmm. She is filing a what kind of lawsuit or what? What is she doing exactly? So she is suing the state of Kentucky for their current abortion ban. And she says she no longer wants to be pregnant because her child has uh, irreparable harm to it. Okay. And in the filing, her lawyers argue that the abortion is a critical component of reproductive health care. And she is telling the state, look, I want an abortion. You know, it's going to harm me. It's going to harm the baby if I don't get one. And, you know, I have a right to have an abortion. Okay. Now, of course, this comes after the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade in the ruling of Dobbs v. Mississippi. And this uh, or this 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 sue the suit follows the same suit that the Texas woman Kate Cox tried to try to give to the state, but was overruled by the Texas Supreme Court. So I I I, I get that part, and the woman says she wants an abortion. Mm-hmm. She is in Kentucky. She can't go to Ohio. She can't go to Pennsylvania. She can't go. I mean, Kentucky borders quite a few states. Uh, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee also has a ban, I believe. And, I mean, she could go to Pennsylvania. She but- couldn't come to Massachusetts. I, I, again, I, I don't want to try to tell this woman what to do, but it seems she has options, and if she can get an attorney, couldn't that money be used for, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, I'm, I'm just saying, couldn't that money also be used to facilitate what she wants to have done? Theoretically, but we don't know the whole story with this woman. For all we know, she could not have, she may not have a car. She may not have someone to take her, so we don't know the whole story. Yep. yep. Good point. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. The Dick Tracy Show.
Dick Tracy. I used to love watching Dick Tracy way, way back when. 508 996 to, to get on the program. You know, for some reason, that bear keeps on wanting to come on to the program today. And you, you, you're kind of pissing me off there. So, you know, so holiday season, you go do your thing and let us do our thing here at WBSM. We uh, brought up at the beginning of, of this hour a poll, and I'm asking you if you agree, disagree with the findings. 66% of registered voters, 66% say that teachers should have to tell parents about changes to their students' gender identity. Now to, uh, I think it probably should read that school officials, so in other words, if you work for the school, I'm not trying to say cafeteria workers or the custodian, but if you are a teacher, Parateacher, you know, they, they've got so many different positions uh, within the school. Guidance counselor, school psychologist. That you should tell uh, the, the family. You, you should not keep it a secret from them. If you keep it a secret, and here, here's, here's a big stumbling block type question. If you do keep it a secret... And the kid tries to commit suicide and, and whether that child succeeds or fail, fails. Let's say they fail and they then come out and tell their parent, parents. And the school told them, well, don't tell your parents. We'll help you out. We'll take care of you. Doesn't that kind of set the school system up for a major, major lawsuit hello yes major mud here major mud i i i yes. love that guy where is the lachoy dragon the lachoy you mean like the the food with food yeah by dragon fire i don't know one of the one of the early muppets okay brian yes you need to hang up a balsam fur wreath all right for christmas decorated with lights so that Krampus knows where to put your coal. Be serious. I am. Krampus is real. Krampus is not coming to my house. Yes, he is. You've been bad. I'm always bad, but I'm bad <laughs> enough to make sure that Krampus doesn't get in. <laughs> Let's be serious. Too funny. <laughs> I, I heard you yeah. trying to convince Barry of the same thing. I was still oh, lurking good, in. Good, I was good. still lurking in the building, and I said, "What? <laughs> I, no, no, come on, leave me alone." <laughs> yes, no. The the, the balsam fir wreaths they smell real nice during Christmas time. And they that. do. I mean, I, I've had them before. Yeah. Yes, they. You're absolutely okay, so, correct. <laughs> you don't have to put up a tree. Just hang a wreath with a couple of lights, and Krampus will know where to leave your coal. <laughs> so you, you you want me to be my my uh, who, who's who's the guy that used to be and my Andy Rooney, but it costs oh, okay, too much yeah. money to go out. Have you ever priced the 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 uh, a reef lately? I mean, really? 
Wait, can we still import coal here, or did uh, Mara Healy ban coal and natural gas pipelines? Well, I think they were banned before her, weren't they? I don't think so, because you really can't ban them. It's called interstate commerce and violates Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution. You cannot ban the interstate commerce in products, because then it creates a monopoly and is bad, bad, bad and unconstitutional. But what the heck do I know? Nothing. There you go. I mean, you're, yeah, trying, you're, to get, you're, trying, you're trying to get a, 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 a reef. Uh, <laughs> what? Say it again. <laughs> Say it ten times fast, Brian. Reef, 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 reef. <laughs> you want me to go out and buy some balsam fir? Balsam fir reef. Yes, that is correct. And hang it up in the house with some, decorate with some do, lights. Do you, see, do you know those things cost more than a tree? Have you ever looked yeah, at Yeah, well, somebody has to make them. The tree just grows. You know, uh, the reef has to be... Don't you believe in commerce and giving people jobs and... Yes, I do. All of the above. Okay. All right. Uh, you were talking about the schools telling children what to do in that there. Or actually, uh, what the, the schools not allowing uh, school officials to tell parents about something. Well, that goes back. I mean, that's very scary because we have to remember a, a certain guy by the name of Adolf said that, you know, don't tell the kids what to do. The school will, you know, you have to, you have to spy on your parents as they did under Stalin and in North Korea and Cuba. And he even goes back, I guess, to uh, Kaiser Wilhelm, who's, who opened up the public schools, but more so to teach the children of what to do as opposed to the parents. And are you are you leading me into my next thing? Oh, it's a terrible idea. But you know what? It's allowed. And it's wrong. It's unconstitutional. No, no, it's not unconstitutional. I I thought the same thing. Where is it in the Constitution that the government has any power obligation to teach children? It's not so much that they have the power to teach children, but if the children are there, they have the power to make the rules. Nope. They have the power to teach the basics of life. Math, reading, penmanship, history. So I, I, I got to tell what you. what you're feeling about. I got to tell you. I, I have been thinking the same thing that you, that you are bringing up. There is a constitutional attorney who just happens to be the head of the Massachusetts Family Institute right now. And he uh, is talking, uh, basically, can I sue my school for being biased? And he he says there is a legal doctrine called government speech. The rule of government speech is simple. The government is allowed to express the government's opinions. This also means that the government is allowed to express its opinions to your children in school. There are almost no exceptions to this rule. But, but, but let me tell you what James, do you know who James Madison was? Yeah, we just went through the Monroe the Doctrine last week. No, James, no, Madison, not Monroe. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The guy who wrote the Constitution. (laughs) Number five. And the Bill of Rights. Number five. Just call him number five. Now, James Madison wrote in Federalist 49 that the rights of the people would be forever protected by constitutional limitations. In other words, whatever the government is not authorized to act upon, they are absolutely denied from acting thereupon. 
So, again, I read the Constitution, and it's, where does it say public schools? And you're saying government speech? No, 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 no. The government must comply with the dictates of the Constitution and only provide constitutional uh, speech to the children. In other words, factual, not made-up stuff. Well, if you're feeling this way or that way, or the government has this opinion, no, no, no. The government deals in facts because the people need to be educated as voters and by coming up with some sort of opinion or government speech that may be wrong, that is patently unconstitutional if James Madison is correct. Well, I don't know if James is or is not correct, but I'll tell you this, and according to this attorney, and I'm going to try to get him on the program, and you'll be more than welcome to call back at that particular time if you'd like to, to comment. But this is what he says. As far as the U.S. Constitution is concerned, your school district could pass a written policy saying the following. And here's the direct quote. It is the goal of this school district to indoctrinate students with Marxist views on biology, history, culture, politics and economics. Without more, there is nothing that constitutional lawyers could do about this. So uh, there you have it. Um, agree or or disagree? That's that is that particular statement. I do appreciate your call. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you get on to the program today. Let us continue. Hello. Hey, hello. Hello. I'm winging and winging. Me too. How you doing, man? Well, you know, like they say, when things get really bad, uh, you know, pull down your pants and slide on the ice. <laughs> Reality check. And, uh, How can I do you? I think the school teacher, well, I'm, I'm, what I'm heading for is the school teacher situation. Uh, I understand they got more layers of protection, whether it's their income, their uh, their status, or to, to try to fire them. They're stronger. They got a big union. And, uh, I, I, I think that that's why we got trouble with the way they're treating our children. I would agree with you. Like, uh, they're kind of like untouchable. They got diplomatic immunity or something, teacher immunity or something. And uh, well, when, uh, most of these issues are social issues rather than, like you said, uh, every uh, time you spend an hour on a social issue for a five or seven or ten-year-old, you're taking away time reading, writing, and arithmetic. Bingo. Know? And um, that doesn't seem like a big deal, maybe. It, I, I think it adds yeah. up after a while. I think school is where you make your rookie mistakes. And if you hang in there long enough and get your diploma, you kind of got a leg up on everything. But everybody's trying to prevent these children from making mistakes or being tested directly to a, a, a zero to 100 grade score. And it's all about how does Johnny feel? Hey, hey, throw Johnny in jail. He just pointed a finger with his thumb up. That's a gun. That's a gun. It's getting, it's, uh, it's a social issues and it's crazy because the teachers are not qualified. They don't have, the, I hate to tell you this, most teachers don't have a level of um, uh, world experience and their own lives growing up uh, isn't exactly, uh, you know, the people. They, you know, they're the people and they got problems. And they 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 they, they, they are people. They they are you. They are me. And yes. it, you, uh, uh, how how it's it's almost like going to a priest uh, for marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. A Catholic priest, uh, somebody who hasn't been married. Now they can 
dispense good advice, it doesn't mean it's the proper advice or the correct advice. Exactly. Like, like I said, teacher, I hired you to teach. You know, the babysitter, I hired the babysitter, the babysitter. She said, I'm not going to really babysit or watch your kids. What's your television set? I said, get the hell out of here. And then, they, you know, they said, well, I thought about it. And uh, the next day they call and said, I thought about it. Maybe you have a point. Uh, just like the, the, like Harvard and uh, 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 University of Pennsylvania, all of a sudden these uh, these uh, leaders of those uh, high-class institutions, they have a second time. It's too late. It's too late. Toothpaste out of tooth, uh, toothpaste tube. And, uh, but if I need any help, I understand that I don't need a social worker. My child needs a school teacher to take care of gender issues and everything else, which makes me want to scream. I, I got think, you. I think all these teachers should uh, be mandatory. Watch uh, the movie um, Bobby, the Bobby movie, and go get themselves a Bobby Dreamhouse. Oh, I think they're already there, man. Hey, thanks for the call. I, I do appreciate it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you get onto the program today. Yeah, uh, this got started at the beginning of of last hour of. I see last hour at the beginning of this hour, a poll uh, by the Center Square. That's what they're called, the Center Square. Voters think schools should inform parents about pronoun and gender identity changes. I, I, I can't help but think right off the get-go. Why are the schools... The first to find out all this stuff. As if they are the the majority, they are the prerogative, they are they are the go-to spot. One of the problems is Monday through Friday, 180 days of the year, folks send their kids off to school to people that they're supposed to trust. To do the best for their children as they go off to work. Is there any any doubt in your mind how homeschooling has become more and more popular? So, Eric is banana man by eating a banana. Now, if if your kid went off like that and think and thinks he's banana man. You wouldn't want the schools to let the parents know, you know, your kid is turning into banana man. I mean, that could be almost genderish. I don't know. I do know this. The holiday parade and tree lighting ceremony in downtown New Bedford starts at 430 at the base of William Street, makes its way up to the library, uh, starts at 430 and the tree lighting ceremony Starts at about five o'clock. That is later on today. On Tuesday, I will be sitting in this chair for Barry. Barry's taking a, a few days off. He'll be gone Tuesday, and then I believe um, the Monday, the following week, and then the majority of of Christmas week. I'll be also sitting in for Barry. At any rate, I, I bring that to your attention because I'm going to try to get the attorney who wrote that piece dealing with what schools can and cannot do on the show this coming week. I thank you very much for your calls. I hope you get out there and get the balsam reef. 
that I'm not going to get at this time. Look at all the decorations around here. Pittman is up next. She'll carry you for the next three hours. I hope you have a pleasant weekend. No Patriots game for you this coming Sunday. They're off until the following Sunday. Until next week, adios, amigo. We will do it again on Tuesday. Enjoy.